Welcome to the Born Unbreakable podcast. I'm your host, Coach Des, mindset motivator and lifestyle entrepreneur. From lost trauma, disappointments, and devastation to healing hope and betterment, what has grounded me is my unbreakable spirit. We all have that spirit within us. Every week, I'm here to inspire you with stories of perseverance and growth. My mission is to help you crush self-limiting beliefs and to be unapologetically you. You are your only limit, so take action today. Let your unbreakable ride begin now. This episode is brought to you by Brasserie, reinventing the bra strap. Ladies, say goodbye to those tacky clear straps when you want to show off those shoulders. Brasserie is more than just a bra strap. It's my new favorite fashion accessory with styles from dainty to daring. Guys, these make the perfect gift for a special lady in your life too. Go to brasserie.com, that's B-R-A-S-E-R-I-E.com to check out the stunning collection. Use promo code BUSHIP to get free shipping on your order. That's B-U-S-H-I-P. Welcome everyone to the Born Unbreakable podcast. I'm so excited today for the guest that I have. Rosa Alanis is here and we are going to dig into her journey into fitness, her business that she's had challenges with, that she's made an incredible comeback from. So just a little bit about Rosa and how I met her because that's a funny story. So Rosa is has been in the fitness industry for a long time, um, which I personally could use some tips, so I might just selfishly be asking questions related to that. Um, But she's also a mom. She has her own company called ProLifts. She helps athletes who are getting ready to do bodybuilding competitions, and so she's got a ton of experience in this space. And the reason that I invited Rosa onto the show is because I actually got introduced to her story on social media. So I had a friend, a good friend of mine, Donna, hey Donna, tag me um, in her story where she talked about during the pandemic nearly losing her business. And when I read more about her and how she persevered, I, I said to myself, oh my gosh, I need to have her on the show. There are so many people who have experienced challenges of loss and struggle during this pandemic that I think all of us thought would end a lot sooner. You know, March 2020 came along. I think we were all like, 2020 vision. It's going to be so awesome. It's going to be the best year ever. And then it just kind of deteriorated in so many ways. You know, the political climate was crazy. Our economy, I mean, everything. And so a lot of small businesses in particular suffered in ways that we wouldn't want to see, you know, small businesses suffer. Um, As somebody who's an entrepreneur myself, I know how difficult it is. And so I just thought that her sharing her story would be tremendously impactful. So thank you so much for your time and being able to come on the show and your willingness to share your story. Thank you, Des. Thank you for having me here and inviting me. It's been a pleasure. Yeah. So, you know, I, I want to just start with how did you get into fitness? Like what was your journey into getting into this space and wanting to help people with their fitness goals? So I got into fitness. I First off, I hated every aspect about fitness when I first started. Um, I, my thought process was, If I worked out, I was going to bulk up and look like a man. You know, I was skinny fat. I weighed 110 pounds prior to me even lifting a weight or working out. Um, My diet was not the best at all. Like I would eat Taco Bell and just eat all kinds of junk food. So that was my mentality going into fitness. It wasn't until 2011 when I had my second child um, where... I knew I had to do something because I had gained and put on 35 pounds. So, you know, my body wasn't the same anymore. And that's when I started to work out. But um, in that process, I was dealing with postpartum depression as well. 
you know, I were I started working out six weeks after I had um, my daughter. So I was also dealing with postpartum depression and the doctors just kept pushing medication on me. And I was on medication for about a month when I realized that it was making me worse. I actually was uh, going into more of a depressed mode. Um, I really had nothing going for me. That's what I thought and felt like. Um, and I didn't like, honestly, how the medication was making me feel, um, the antidepressants and so forth. So I was making it worse. Um, and I turned into fitness as my form of the healthy drug, you know. Um, and I started working out in my garage because I didn't want nobody to see me. You know, I just had a baby six weeks and um, I did not want to go to a big box gym and have it working out in front of people made me very nervous you know, I was self-conscious already. So it all started in my garage. And that's when I started falling in love with fitness. And I took off from there. And from there, and I started competing in bodybuilding. And I had a goal, and it was to get my pro card as an IVB pro athlete. And a lot of people were like, you know, I've been trying to do that for years. There's no way you're going to get it, Rosa. Like you just started you know, in fitness. Yeah. And I always had that comment behind in my mind and it drove me to be that IFBB pro. And I envisioned it and I did it. Um, in three short years of me competing, I earned the title of an IFBB pro athlete um, in figure. And I fell in love even more with the passion of working out and helping people that I decided to actually help people along the way. And I, that's how I got into fitness. That is so incredible. So you went from somebody that didn't like working out, being in your garage trying to hide the fact that you were working out, to three years later being a pro yes. and then being able to help other people do the same thing. Yes. Yeah. What? Yes. So what, how did you have that determination when other people were telling you that you couldn't, that you couldn't do that? So the way I looked at it, it was their own self-limiting limiting beliefs that they believed, that they would tell themselves. Like, they can't be a pro. They were projecting on, on you. On me. So I was like, you're saying that about yourself, but it's not of me. Like, I could literally dedicate myself if I really want this goal for myself, I can do it. Mm -hmm. So it was when it drove me even more to prove that it can be done. It's all in our mindset. You know, I would remember still clear to this day, I would be on that treadmill and I would envision myself winning that pro title, that pro card that I was going to be crowned. I was going to have that medal. I was going to come home with the trophy. Every cardio session, every meal I had, every training session, I would envision me getting called to the center of the stage, front row, in that middle box, saying, I'm the new IFBB pro athlete. And I did. You visualized it. Yes. That's huge. One of the things I loved when I was looking at one of your favorite quotes is, it's not who you are that holds you back. It's who you think you're not. And you lived that through and through. Yes. Because other people thought they weren't, and therefore they stayed that way. Meanwhile, you persevered because you visualized seeing yourself on stage and you got there. Yes, it's very true. Um, and that person still has not earned her pro card yet. And, you know, there's going to be a lot of people that are either going to support you or not. You have to believe in yourself and really change that mindset and go for it. If that's what you want to, want to do in life, whatever the goal may be, it could be you know, business, personal, fitness, anything that you want to do, it starts with your mindset. And if you tell yourself you can't do it, you really won't do it. Mm -hmm. So it's all about that mindset, believing in yourself, visualizing and doing it because you can do anything you put your mind to. Yeah. I love the language that you just said too, believing in yourself and knowing you can I think language is such an important part of our motivation. Mm -hmm. And using words like can't 
I feel like you should start eliminating that from your vocabulary. Yes, for sure. For every time you say that, you put a nickel in the swear jar. That's like a bad word. (laughs) Don't be saying you can't, you know, but it's true. I think you start conditioning yourself based on the things you tell yourself because you're your own worst critic. So you can be your own worst critic or you could be your best cheerleader. And that's, that's amazing. So I know that part of your journey was at some point going all in to pro lifts to have a full-blown business, you know, getting to the point where you're like, okay, I'm ready to, I'm ready to really do this thing. And then, I don't know, this thing called a pandemic kind of happened. This, I don't know, affected the entire (laughs) world. We're still kind of living in it right now, um, over a year later. So tell me about that. You had this big dream. You spent years having building a craft that obviously you've got success with because you've gotten to a point where you could be pro and you're teaching other people so you know that much and then all of a sudden Mm -hmm. you do business and then how does it work when a pandemic happens and part of fitness is having to have people physically not social distancing how do you succeed in this industry so it has been not an easy road, I can say that. It's been a lot of bumps, uh, a lot of trial and errors, a lot of learning. Um, you know, you fall down, you get back up. You just have to have that mentality. Um, going into it, I actually left my job of almost 18 years to fulfill my dream. You know, I had a vision. And when I have a vision, I just go all in. You know, I have that tunnel vision. I want to hit those goals. And that's what I had. I had a passion for fitness and I wanted to help people. I love people and I love helping them out. And I wanted to fulfill my dream as well is helping them succeed and their wins made me feel better about it. So when I left my job of 18 years, it was pretty risky. Um, At the time, I was a single parent as well, uh, trying to raise my son. Um, Yeah, so and I was also going to college full time because I wanted to become an RN. So I had to balance everything out and I was kind of afraid to really, you know, quit my job of almost 18 years to fulfill a dream because now what what am I going to do? Not have a steady income coming in depending on a paycheck and also medical benefits. So those two things were huge for me and my son at the time. Um, and I just, it got to a point where I got really tired and drained, uh, mentally and physically of doing both. So I was working, getting off from my job, opening up the studio and training clients. You know, I was getting fatigued. Um, sometimes I would even work doubles, you know, I'd work at my normal job and then I'd go and be a trainer, a business owner, trainer and work endless hours, seven days a week. And I knew that my health was at risk and something had to give. So that's where my mentality came in. It's, I have to succeed no matter what. So if I leave my job, there's no room for failure, Rosa. And this is exactly what I would tell myself. Like I have to make ends meet. So with courage, I took and I gave my two week notice to my employer and I said, you know, this is going to be my last day here. My employer said, hey, we wish you the best of luck. We'll always be here for you if you ever need us. You know, you're welcome back. So I was a really good employee, learned a lot. I was with them, you know, for 18 years. And I quit to fulfill my dream and open up a studio. And I've been in business for now six years. Um, But when COVID hit, like you said, Mm -hmm that fear and everything came back in and I was like what am I going to do because this is my only source of income this is how I feed my children this is how I feed my family this is how I pay my bills what am I going to do now when COVID hit now I'm a business owner going downhill and I have no paycheck coming in because when I say no paycheck it's all memberships were canceled and put on hold And, you know, there's no help out there for small businesses. They make it seem like you are going to get help. Mm -hmm. You're going to get through this. But the help is you, the help is you go and apply for a loan and get yourself and your business in debt. 
And I told myself I would not do that because I'm not going to go down that loop and get my business in debt and mm-hmm. get myself in debt. Yep. So I knew I had to act quickly. Um, even though I had fear, I only, not only did I have, you know, my business going downhill, but I also had employees, employees that depended on me, depended on my business, depended for them to get a paycheck. So not only did I have my family on the line, my personal bills, my business on the line, but I also had other families that were on the line. Um, And that was a lot of pressure on me. And I knew I had to act very quickly before losing everything. And I did that. Um, I, like I was telling you, I literally had some money saved in in my savings. Mm -hmm. And I remember thinking, either I'm going to lose everything that I risked my entire life. You know, I had uh, blood, sweat, and tears in this business for six years or I act quickly, use my savings because I had that fear. Am I going to save the money? Right? Scary. 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 Save the money to pay my personal bills. Mm-hmm. Right? Because now I have no income. It like completely zeroed out. My gosh. Coming in. All memberships were canceled. You're like buying lotto tickets. <laughs> exactly. You know, joining sweepstakes. <laughs> I told him I'm about to start selling churros on the corner. Right? <laughs> anything kids this is a great time to become an entrepreneur get your get your girl scout cookie on do something you know what i mean exactly you just start gotta come up with something yeah what can i do and i prayed about it i told god you want to put me in this situation if you didn't think i can handle it and if you're not going to get me out of it so Let's, You're like, let's, yeah, I, I know you got me. We, yeah. We, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> yes. I said, God, I know you got me. You're talking to me right now and you're telling me it's in my heart. You're telling me this is your purpose. You're designed to help people change not only their lives, you know, but also like their family, because if they're not happy with themselves, it's affecting their family. Mm-hmm. So I knew like, this is my purpose. This is my passion. This is my calling. And God spoke to me that day. And I remember I was in my backyard and um, I had to make a decision if I was going to hire this coach of mine, my friend, who's also a really good friend of mine, hire, give my savings or save it, pay my bills and see where COVID's going to lead us, you know, my personal life and my business, file bankruptcy possibly. Um, or just take the leap of faith. And I knew God would never steer me the wrong way. I said, let's jump in with both feet and let's do this. So you took your savings, (laughs) your hard-earned money that took a lot of time to invest in this thing that would potentially save your business. Potentially, because I didn't know, right? It's a 50-50. Right. Either it's going to save my business or it's not. I'm going to lose the money and then I don't know what I'm going to do. So I had to take a chance. But I knew deep down in my heart when I prayed about it and and I read the Bible, God was telling me, do it. You have nothing to lose. What are you afraid of? Yeah. And he was right because if I wouldn't have taken that leap of faith I would have lost my business honestly I would have I wouldn't be here sitting here with you and, and I just celebrated my sixth year anniversary with pro lifts under you know under the circumstances in February yeah. with COVID that's amazing yeah which is crazy so I thank the Lord for guiding me and my friend who was my mentor my coach for guiding me in the right directions he told me you got this, you can do this. And when you associate yourself and hang out with the uh, like-minded people, Mm -hmm. it's amazing what it can do. Yeah. You know, every day I would log on with them on Zoom and our calls, our conference calls, our homework, everything made a difference. Mm -hmm. You had that commitment. I think, you know, that is so huge. One of the biggest themes that I've seen in the difference between those who are just struggling to kind of get past that hurdle to the step that where they want to be and those who are able to accelerate 
past mm-hmm. the challenges is the willingness to put the right people around you mm-hmm. and have enough vulnerability and the ability to put your ego aside to accept ongoing knowledge yes. and new information and things that will help you because we don't know everything. We don't. And you have we to We want be, to know everything. Yeah. But we don't you, know everything. Yeah, and you have to be open minded. Like I don't know everything. And I wanna learn from other entrepreneurs who are killing it online, who are crushing it. What are they doing differently that I can improve on? What can I do better? Mm-hmm. You know, so you always have to go into it as a student willing to learn mm-hmm. um, and just get that material. That's amazing. Yeah. So then you worked with your coach and then how did you pivot? Because you were, you like you said, you were at zero. Mm-hmm. You lost the memberships. What was the turning point to get you back on track? So what got me back on track is I had to come up with a program that we were we were we would still be able to train clients online mm-hmm. in our routine. Something that required no equipment to little equipment, you know, and just still connect with people. Um, so I had to learn online is totally different than in person. Yeah, um, I believe it's a lot harder because it's more difficult because you really, you know, you're talking to people through technology, a camera, a camera yeah, like hi. right now. <laughs> so you really got to pull them in. Mm-hmm. So for me, it was a challenge because I've always done in-person training. So I had to switch my mentality going into this believing that I can still continue to train clients online and that they don't need me in person like I could still deliver if that even more services online mm-hmm. and once I switched my mentality I was able to pivot um, in-person training to physically online all of our memberships are online we run challenges all the time I focus more on personal one-on-one coaching mm-hmm. um, with my clients where I'm able to spend more time with them and really um, get them to their goals where they want to be. So yeah. I've created we've I've created two new programs that we were able to pivot from in-person to online. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you find that when you did that, your base of clients expanded? Because obviously... If people are coming in person, there's the cost of where they're coming from, right? They're driving from whatever city they're driving from. So maybe there's a certain limiting factor, right? Well, okay, I'm not going to drive more than an hour, let's say. Whereas online, there's no limit. You could be anywhere. You don't have to be down the street. Exactly. So, Yeah, so we did get a bunch of new clients from all over the world. You know, they didn't have to live here in the area, Mm -hmm. which was good. You know, now we're all over online. So it doesn't matter where you live. Um, But what I did, I can say is when we went into it, it's like we lost all of our clients mainly. Mm -hmm. And we were only holding on to like our hard, diehard, loyal, prolifs clients. Um, And now we're still with the same amount of clients now that we held on, but we're able to expand more. We're, we're spending more time with our one-on-one clients where that's going a different direction. So we have excelled in that one-on-one. Yeah. yeah. We're building relationships, nurturing yes, those exactly. relationships. Yes. Yeah. What, you know, fitness is, a, is such an interesting pl- journey for people. I, I know I've had my own journey and, and um, it's challenging. What kind of advice do you give to people when they don't feel like they can ov- overcome or achieve their fitness goals? I would say if they keep telling themselves that, they will not succeed. Um, for me, mindset's very powerful. It's powerful in anything we do, whether it's fitness, your marriage, your friendships, any type of relationship, it all starts with our mindset. So if you go in believing those negative thoughts or, or, you know, those beliefs that you've been, those limiting beliefs that you've been telling yourself probably as a child or somebody told you and you keep replaying those thoughts in your mind, that's exactly what's going to happen. So 
help I help a lot of my clients too with their mindset. So fitness ties in with mindset coaching. So I teach them how to replace words, negative words with a positive word. So every time a negative word comes to their mind, mm-hmm. I tell them what's the opposite of that. How can you replace that? So if you're constantly telling yourself, I'm fat, ugh, right? That's the killer. That's the killer Come one. Come on, <laughs> yes. don't do that. Just yes. starting at the very bottom. bottom. <laughs> yeah, so they believe that. And I'm like, <coughs> no, that's not where you're going to end. That's not our destination, right? Mm-hmm. That's our starting point. But you're not fat. You're not fat. This is where you're starting. Mm-hmm. You were unhealthy. Okay? Unhealthy. Ooh, you're that's not fat. Good. You were unhealthy, but you're going to get on the healthy path now. Mm-hmm. And that's not our end. This is our starting point. We're going to end somewhere where you're going to achieve your goals. Envision that. Wow. How are you going to look in that bikini, right? Mm-hmm. Or those shorts? <gasps> you know, what that you've been envisioning. You're thinking about that, but you don't know how to get there, right? Yeah. So changing your mindset, that thought process, mm-hmm. I would say when a negative word comes up, replace it with a positive one. That's good because it's also practical, right? Mm-hmm. It's something you can actually do right there in the moment. Mm-hmm. When someone's saying I can't or I'm fat, you can, okay, let's just stop right there, mm-hmm. recalibrate and think of something different because then you're, you're actually influencing a habit. Yes. So every time you catch it, let's correct that turn it into something else yeah yes because it's the it's that daily grind it is right it's the oh they gotta do this again here we are again (laughs) here we are again especially with fitness you know because the other the other aspect of fitness um i'm curious is so there's the physical working Mm -hmm. out which is hard enough right it's like waking up and just (laughs) Getting weights or, you know, when you know you could be sleeping an extra hour or whatever it is, right? There's that whole mental game. But then it's the nutrition. How do you get people to, if they were with the Taco Bell and everything, which by the way, there's sometimes I crave Taco Bell. Well, we won't talk about that. Um, How do you, what do you do to to get those? Because I feel like with, with health, food is the biggest part. I mean, if you could work out, that's awesome because that will take you to the next thing. But if your food ain't, isn't right, then it's it's going to keep on challenging you. How do you get someone to actually enjoy healthy food? That is true because mm. 80% of your results is nutrition. You can be killing yourself in the gym or yeah. doing all this cardio, all the strength training. But if your nutrition at least is not 80%, the other, you know, 20% can be junk. Mm-hmm. But if you're not at least 80 and doing your workouts, you won't see results. So my tips for people who are just beginning, mm-hmm. we always start off slow. Like you never want to jump in and do everything at once. So my one-on-one coaching program, I teach clients either you're going to pick up uh, strength training this week. Like how many days can you give me working out? And if they say two, okay, two. How long? They tell me. 30 minutes. Okay, oh. 30 minutes. You're going to do 30 minutes. You meet them where they are. Yes. Okay. That's where you're at. That's where we're going to start. Okay. After that, week week two, we're going to build the next habit. Okay. So how much cardio can you give me now? And they're like, well, I hate, I hate cardio, right? Cardio. <laughs> exactly. Does it count cardio. if I sit and I move my legs? <laughs> Does that count as cardio? No. <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> So then we work on the cardio because I don't like cardio. So I, I can relate to that. You know, I love strength training. You could put me underneath a squat rack, lift dumbbells all day long. But when it comes to cardio, you know, I totally get it. I understand. <laughs> um, so I meet them. I said, okay, what do you normally do? Well, I walk my dog. Okay, walk your dog for 20 minutes. Okay, let's do that. Baby steps. Mm-hmm. Next, you know, third week, they're telling me, hey, I got hold of this. I'm on a roll. I got the schedule I can, going I'm kind of jogging with my yeah, dog. Exactly. I got a jog now. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So we build. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not going to cut them cold turkey on everything. That's they're going to awesome. give up. Mm-hmm. They're going to give up. If I say, hey, you need to follow this strict meal plan. What's that? It's, you know, it's a lifestyle kale what's that i don't even know what that is and to be honest i don't like vegetables so (laughs) you don't have to like vegetables to be healthy okay write that down (laughs) 
Make a note of that. That comes from a person with a pro card, okay? Just drink drink them, okay? So use powder supplements. Get your green veggies in that way. And then eat your lean protein, fats, and carbs. But with all with moderation. Like I tell my clients, tell me the foods you like to eat. Nachos. So we're going to make a healthier version of nachos, okay? We're going to talk after the show. Yes, talk because... I'm a big believer. This is how I've kept up my weight off already for almost 11 years. And I tell you what, it's all about moderation is the key to success. It's a lifestyle. Why am I going to be living on this strict diet? Boring. Yeah, I'm not going to stick to it. Give me tacos. Give me pizza. Give me hamburgers. Things that I like to eat on Mm. my meal plan, please. Delicious. Exactly. So you teach the client how to make it a lifestyle. So it's not depravity. Exactly. It's not like, hey, you can't eat any now, tomorrow, just eat, you know, broccoli all day long. No, yeah. No, that's I don't live like that. That's crazy. <laughs> it's like I eat 80% clean. I work out 20%. I ha- I do drink I occasionally. Mm-hmm. And I do eat junk food. I, I love sweets, cookies. Who doesn't? Yeah. <laughs> Sign me up. Ice cream. Right. Thank you. Yeah. So I don't do anything I wouldn't. um, I don't tell my clients to do anything I wouldn't do. You know. You practice what you preach. Yeah, exactly. So I eat 80% clean, 20% junk. So I'm a real person. (laughs) Now I'm feeling so much better about fitness. But but that's huge. You know, I think that's an important message because anybody who is – um, trying to make strides in this space, mm-hmm. I do think oftentimes the fads mm-hmm. are real. They're very dominant in social media, on TV, of like do these extreme things and they're yes. so impractical. I think that's what prevents people from getting started because they don't want to eat like that. They're mm-hmm. not going to just all of a sudden become that person that works out five days a week. So I think that incremental meeting people where they are it just makes it so so much easier to go from you know zero to two and two to four instead Mm -hmm. of zero to you know 10 which is just yes it's so true too Um, hard like you said there's a lot of fad diets out there quick fixes I always tell people you know hey if you're looking for a quick fix I'm not the trainer or the coach for you because that's I feel like it's confusing because you're like okay wait don't don't hire me. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm not for you. I can point you to a different direction, mm-hmm. but I will not um, put your body into um, chaos or to some extreme dieting or extreme training just for that quick fix. Because that's also unhealthy. It is. Right? It's unhealthy. To just all of a sudden go to, you know, completely de- depriving your body from different nutrients or yeah. just so you can try to well then and it's also not sustainable it's not and if you tell me oh i don't eat carbs i want you to cut them out I, i'm like no don't be ridiculous. i'm not the trainer for you <laughs> i eat carbs i eat healthy carbs i eat fats and i also have lean protein with all i won't have carbs and vegetables not that way though yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's rare, but powder supplements will help you with that. That's good. But yeah, I, I keep it real 100%. And for me, I love what I do. And if you're honest, as long as the client's honest, they tell me what they're struggling with, we'll get through it together. Yeah. So we build around that. We build around their lifestyle, their nutrition, mm-hmm. their their schedule, not my schedule. Yeah. I tell them, hey, if they're quick on the go, you need something fast. Here's your macros. Yeah. I'm going to teach you how to swap things in and out. So you're able to still go out, enjoy time with your friends and family, Mm -hmm. not be on this meal plan that you have to follow. Yeah. Yeah. That's the hardest part, right? Exactly. You go to the family parties and you're staring at everything like, can I or can't I? Yeah. Can I or not? Yes, for sure. But it's all about balance. Yeah. When you go into it like that, that's how you keep the weight off. If you do a quick fix, it's just going to be a quick fix. You didn't learn much from it. You're going to keep doing challenge after challenge after challenge after challenge. Yeah. And you're just like hitting your head against a wall. Yeah. Why can't I lose weight? Yeah. Ugh. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, this, yeah, this is just, it's so inspiring to hear your story. Um, I just, I love knowing that 
during a time of challenge, you were able to have ingenuity in taking the leap of asking for help, asking for some expertise that could help your business turn around Mm -hmm. and get super creative. Yeah. Because like how many awesome things that can happen online. Right? Yeah. Yeah. It's limited. It's limitless. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, for anyone who's listening Mm -hmm. and is is at that point where you feel limited Mm -hmm. or you feel like you've run out of options or you feel like there's, it's really drastic. Like you go from income to zero income, you know, they think about these tips, think about these golden nuggets of who, who do you have around you that you can leverage? Who do you need to ask? Mm -hmm. They might not be in your circle this minute, but you can be resourceful and and find who you need and get creative and start talking to yourself differently about yes. what you can do versus what you can't. I think that's so huge. Very powerful. Um, one thing that really sticks um, to me very deep in my heart is I always remember um, my pastor saying, the five friends you have around you, that's who you're going to become. So I always keep that in mind with every relationship. It could be business, friendships, Mm -hmm. you know, anything, your marriage. Who are those five people around you? Mm -hmm. That's who you're striving to be. That's who you're going to become. Yeah. Take stock of that. Yes. Take stock of that. You know, um, your circle is very important. It's so important, you know, and that's why they, that's why there are those sayings. You are, you are who you spend the most time with. Mm-hmm. And, uh, for any, you know, for anyone who's been following me for a while and have listened to my other podcast on Bliss Beyond Fear, one of the things that we talk about is this concept of savers. Mm-hmm. And saver stands for somebody who supports you, is aligned with you, value adds to your life, elevates you and rises with you and so and that's I love that that's it's it's not always easy you know there's people that you love that are dear to your life they might not necessarily fit that criteria and it doesn't mean you kick them to the curb it just means that maybe the amount of time that you spend or the energy that you expend changes yes so you can invite energy like we've been talking about Mm -hmm. throughout this podcast of a mindset that is going to actually accelerate you and not hold you back. And that's tough because I think that if you're, which many of us are nice people, are good people, mm-hmm. but sometimes you have to make hard choices. You right? do, yes. It's not always peaches and cream. Yeah. And sometimes you may not understand why that person left, you know, from your life. It doesn't make sense then, but then you see the bigger picture and you're like, now it makes sense. hmm you know, everything happens for a reason. There's a season for everything. Mm-hmm. And I'm a big believer is people come and go, you know, uh, even in business, friendships, everything, you, you people who you thought are going to be there for you all of a sudden aren't there for you. Yeah. You know, it changes. There's always seasons for people being in your life and then they're replaced. God yeah. brings the people that you need. Yeah. That you need. Yeah. And it, and all comes in due time. Yes. It's amazing how, you know, the universe, and I believe that, whether whether you're somebody who believes in God or you just believe in some higher power or the universe, I do believe that it conspires to what you're attracting. You yes. know, you put negative out, you will get negative back. You yes. put positive out, you'll get positive back. It's just a, it's a natural, you know, way that, that things work. Yes. It's, it's a magnetic force that you're creating, you know, so thinking about if you just even pause right now in your life and ask yourself that question, what what are you emanating? What kind of energy are you putting out there? And does that influence the people that you have around you? And you take a look at that. You That's know, so true. Probably going to be so reciprocated good. based on <laughs> yeah. how you show up for others is the yes. same way people are going to show up for you, right? Yes, so true. Man. That is awesome. So I do have some additional questions for you. Bring them. Bring them. <laughs> you know, I I am just such a big advocate that we're we're always learning. You know, and that's one of the the things I loved about your spirit is is we we don't stop. We're we're always like you said. I love the word that you used earlier. Be a student. 
be a student of life and when you kind of open your mind to the knowing that you're always going to learn something new you're inviting that knowledge in and I do believe that we're all uniquely made and we all have our our whatever it is universe given Mm -hmm. God given you know talents and gifts that we're meant to you know continue to hone so I want people to get to know more about you and also maybe ask these questions of themselves so I have five questions for you and my first one is what three words best describe you I would say a warrior, strong, and independent. Oh, I love that. It's like a Beyonce song. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All the women went and All right. That's, that's for another show. Um, that's the karaoke episode that is coming up next. No. Um, so my next question for you is, what's something about yourself that you're working on improving? Um, there's a lot of things right now that I'm improving self-reflection on myself. Um, what can I do to impact more people? Wow. Yeah. That's huge. I feel like I'm not done. I barely even started. Mm -hmm. I feel there's a lot of me to still give. Yeah. And whether that's in the fitness, I don't know, you know, it's like wherever God takes me, Mm -hmm. um, or it may be something totally different. I'm open to navigating and learning yeah, and seeing where it takes me, but yeah. That's amazing. A good friend of mine had told me, we don't spend enough time reflecting, Mm -hmm. kind of have a tendency as busy people, we live in America. It's a fast-paced environment. We tend to move on to the next thing and the next thing and the next yes. thing and don't pause and actually think about where we're at, where we want to go, how we want to influence. So I think that that's, that's a huge. Yeah, it's huge. I've always been a person on the go. Mm-hmm. And when COVID hit, everything, you know, if we know, shut down. And I went from always moving, wiggling around, mm-hmm. being gone a lot, to now being at home. And hmm. not I really never had enough time to reflect yeah. on things and appreciate things. Yeah. So this COVID time really made me realize a lot of things that to reflect on. Yeah. And what those things are important. What else can I improve on in myself? How, even as a mother, you know, just in a relationship, just in general, how can I be a better person overall? Yeah. And work on yourself. I love that. Yeah. It's a gift. I think it's kind of a bit of a a gift that we've been given during this time that maybe yeah. we don't appreciate enough. Yeah. Is maybe we spent a lot of time going out, mm-hmm. right, to get away from stuff and then suddenly you're left inside thinking of stuff yeah I think Mm. for me it was always work (laughs) work 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 Mm -hmm. I never knew how to take time off from work like I had to be there I have to do this yeah you know bringing work home Mm. working seven days a week long hours so I think for me it really I mean it made me reflect on things yeah. yeah. Like, what am I doing with my time? Right. My time's like, very is valuable. Like, is work the only thing yeah. that I want to do? Yeah, no. 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 <laughs> don't do that. Don't. Still work, but don't yeah. do it all the time. Just don't. And what, what's that saying? You know, work to live, not live to work. Yes. Right? That like, is don't a- don't make it your whole everything. Yes. I th- yeah. I've definitely suffered that. I think it's, that's where I was at yeah yeah yeah. like you just literally realize that there's nothing else that you do or you have no hobbies yeah you have no other interests that was me I was like wait what happened to myself yeah like oh gosh yeah that's not a good that's not a good you know resume like hey tell me about yourself (laughs) well I work and work and I'm really good at it about it that <laughs> is know? true like, yeah i'm gonna yeah. add some other things i do feel like i've seen that in the pandemic though people <laughs> were like 
all of a sudden becoming guitar players or like I might be on The Voice. That might be my next jam. I'm going to be, you know, like there was a lot of kind of interesting things. People became their own barbers, you know, beauticians going on. Nails Nails, couldn't be done. All bad. I'm not even going to talk about how that looked for me because that was not a good, yeah. Oh, oh, like mm, that was not a good look. That was a struggle yeah. in the beginning of this pandemic. I was like, oh boy. I'm like my eyebrows, <laughs> my, my lashes. Thank goodness I took them off, but I did have extensions on, guys, and it oh was horrible. Gosh. Yeah, nails were a mess, lashes were a mess, a eyebrows mess. were a mess, hair was a mess. Next thing you know, I got a new hat collection. <laughs> I'm just covering myself yeah. up all the time like, exactly. no, girl, this is a different hat. This yeah. is just this is my thing now. I'm, I'm a like, hat person. I'm yeah. like, new me, I need to go all natural as possible. Okay? Right? I know. I'm like, why are you wearing gloves all the time? So I don't have nails. The nails are not on point right now. Okay? Right. So I'm accessorizing with things that cover up things. Yes. <laughs> You know, but yeah, there's a lot of creativity. So there are some gifts that, you know, being more indoors and I, you know, I do think reflection is, is a huge one. Yes. Um, my next question is, what's a self-limiting belief that you've had to personally overcome? Um, well, there's been a lot, but one that has, you know, in the beginning of me even starting a business, you know, from the ground up, people have thought that my business was actually a franchise every time they would come in. Oh, they were like, can I buy? <laughs> and I'm like, no, I created this Pro from the ground too. up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they were like, wow, you did this all by yourself. And for me, one of the limiting beliefs that I would tell myself constantly is I'm not smart enough mm. to be where I'm at and I'm not, I'm not going to get further. Wow. You know, like yeah. I don't deserve to be here type of thing because there's people that spend hours or time mm-hmm. trying to develop the next thing or years, you know? Yep. And one day I just woke up and I had this vision and this dream and I'm like, uh, I'm not smart enough to be here. Yet. Yet. Yeah. Here so, you are. Exactly. Now, right? Like, yeah. And so obviously so that was a limiting belief. It was like me telling myself like, oh, I'm not smart. I'm not capable of even bringing a business here. I can't do it. And me proving to myself that I can. And, you know, even with the whole COVID situation and me losing, almost losing my business is I can't believe that we survived that. Looking at it like I literally did that. Now I look back, I did that. Yeah, I did that shit. That was me. Okay, (laughs) I'm not about you, but that was me. And I had to come to realize I am smart. I am. So now I tell myself I am smart. I can. You change your language. You change your language. That's huge. It's huge. Yeah. That's big. Yeah. I mean, because that's the that's the other thing I would you know add on to what you're saying is people are always gonna put some crazy shit in your head you know what I mean other people saying two things either making you feel like you can't because they're well how well how well what about this and what about that all these what ifs that make you feel like oh gosh what if they're right or you know people that are just they are thinking of the next thing like like competition you know like that's a good example is like well how are what are you going to do about there's orange theory you know right or there's p2 i don't know whatever there's all kinds of other things like what are you going to do about that i mean you know there's always a noise in the atmosphere And I think we just have to be very careful with that because other people's opinions are none of our business. It's not. So I had to learn that very quickly. Bye. Going into this. Yeah. (laughs) Bye. I love that. (laughs) Yeah. Going into it, you know, people would say, well, what made me believe like I wasn't smart enough or, or capable of doing it was people would tell me, you know, that there's, you have to go to school to get a business degree to have a business. 
And I'm like thinking, really? Because at that time, you know, I'm so naive, gullible. And I'm like, really? Like, you can't just start a business yeah. like this? What are you talking about? And then once I started doing more research, mm-hmm. you know, so don't believe everything you listen to. You yeah. Know, do your own research. Go based on that. Once I started doing more research, I'm like, no, you don't. You just have a vision, a passion for it, and your purpose. Follow that. You can do anything with Absolutely. that. Absolutely. How many people do we know that tell their stories about dropping out of school. Exactly. Because they wanted to go pursue their thing. They're like, this is taking too much time. I'm not suggesting you drop out of school. Right. Yeah. I'm just <laughs> saying, you know, there's, where there is a will, there is a way. Yeah. Right? Exactly. So I just had to tell myself, I am smart. I am capable of it. I will succeed. And that's what I did. But That's amazing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Two more questions. What's one thing that you want to see changed in the world? There's a lot of things, like I would say, but one big thing I would say is love one another. Um, Treat people with kindness because I see a lot of that not happening right now, Mm -hmm. especially with COVID. Yeah. It really opened up my eyes that there is ugly people out there and not everybody does good things with good hearts. So mm-hmm. I just wish that it would change their outlook in life, that we are here and we are still living and you're just blessed to be here another day mm-hmm. on earth. It's not us, promise. It's not promise. Like not us promise. breathing and waking up, that's a blessing. That's a blessing. So I just wish Amen. people would appreciate that Mm -hmm. and have more of that in the world and just be more lovable towards one another what it would be like if that was true right and be happy for people who are succeeding preach right (laughs) right yes fancy that yes cheer people on yes when you have an abundance mindset you realize that there is enough to go around there is you don't have to try and hoard (laughs) it to yourself right like it's okay you can be successful (laughs) next to that person who is successful next to that person who is successful and you actually gain more yes by the energy of supporting other people because then they'll come around and support you when when you might need that help yeah so that's huge yeah so i just wish there would be more love more kindness and just appreciate things why do you have to be upset about the smallest things in life. Yeah. Things happen. You're blessed. You woke up today. Mm-hmm. Gratitude. Yes. That's huge. Mm-hmm. Okay. My last question is, what is one of the best pieces of advice that you've ever been given? Hmm. Don't ever... Bite the hand off who fed you. Ooh. That's one advice that has always stuck to me. Mm-hmm. Um, you never want to close that door because you never know if you have to need, if you need their help again. Yeah. 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 That's, that's big. It's big. There's a lot of bridges that I think people burn. Yes. So don't ever do that. Don't do I'll, that. Always think and be thankful mm-hmm. um, to whoever got you to that point. Mm-hmm. Be grateful because if it wasn't for that person, you wouldn't be where you're at yeah. right now. So don't ever forget where you came from. Oh, that's big. Yeah. That's big. Yeah. Sometimes if you don't keep yourself grounded, yeah. you can get all up in the clouds. Yeah. That's, that's awesome. It's oh huge. my gosh. That's amazing. And I always remember that. So anything that I go into, I remember those words because you always want to be able to come back mm-hmm. if you need to. Oh yeah, absolutely. You know, and you don't want to burn that bridge or, yeah, or forget who helped you. Yeah. During that Regardless time. of Regardless, how successful yeah. you become. Yeah. That's huge. I love that. So I always remember that. So Rosa, before I let you go, because I could definitely stay and talk to you (laughs) for hours, um, is there any, um, anything that you've got coming up in terms of programs or like the next thing for pro lifts that you want people to know about? 
Yes, so we do have an ongoing challenge, which is called the Corona 10 Slim Down Challenge. Woo woo. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I think I need to do that. I might have had too much Taco Bell lately and need to get up on that. Yes, yeah, so that's one of our ongoing challenges, our program. We have that it starts every Monday, the first week of every month. So you can hop on. It's an ongoing challenge. Oh, so nice. We have that go- coming every month. So that one starts April 5th, which is on Monday. Monday. Woo. Monday. Awesome. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> so there's that one. And then I do have my one-on-one online coaching program that that's always ongoing. So whatever your fitness goals may be, you want something customized specifically for you and your fitness goals, then we would suggest that program. Incredible. Yes. So how would people reach you if they were interested in that? How could they find you, follow you, contact you? So we have, we're on Instagram and Facebook. So ProLifts is on Facebook and Instagram. So it's under ProLifts Fitness. And then I have my personal page, which is under Rosa Alanis on Facebook. And then Instagram, it's Rosa Alanis underscore fit. So you'll be able to find me there. Nice. She's on all the social media platforms. (laughs) We'll make sure those are in the show notes so you can uh, go and follow um, and be inspired by this realm that can be so challenging. I know I am. I'm sitting here thinking like, this challenge is for me. I probably need to do this. Um, But I just want to thank you so much again for your time and your willingness to be vulnerable and share your story. Um, I just, I personally was inspired by it and I, you know, just wanted to reach out with you. And I, I just hope that for others who may be going through something similar, whether you're on the tail end of it, whether you're at the beginning or the middle of it, Um, You know, things do have a beginning, middle, and an end. So -hmm. just remember that. And hopefully Rosa has inspired you with her her story. So thank you so much. Thank you for having me. It was a pleasure. So much fun talking to you. And I know this is only the beginning. I feel like there's a lot more that we can do together. So um, I'm looking forward to more collaboration with you. But um, yeah. Likewise. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for having me. So much fun. Hopefully I inspired at least one person. That's all it you takes. You can do it. One person at a time. So thank you for listening, for tuning in today to the Born Unbreakable podcast. Come here every week. We have new people that come on and share their incredible stories and to let us know that we have unbreakable spirits. And despite what happens to us and the circumstances we've been given, we have a choice of how we react, how we show up, and how we give the greatness that we have within us to the world. So go out there, be great, and come back again for the next episode. Thanks, everyone. Bye. Bye. (laughs) Okay. Rosa is not the only guest on today's show. Radar is making a guest appearance as well. He just couldn't help himself. As I'm sitting here reflecting on the amazing interview that I just did with fitness trainer. Somebody who made it pro in bodybuilding after three years, not liking to work out rapidly becoming successful because she put her mind to it. So it leads me to a key takeaway that I really, really love, which is the simple message of believing in yourself. The power of believing in yourself despite what others think, despite what others say, because at the end of the day, all you have is you. And you have the choice of what decisions that you make. If you have a dream, just like Rosa did in keeping her business, saving her business, she spent all her savings on a coach so that she could turn her business around and succeed during quarantine. Believe in that dream. Pursue that dream relentlessly. I love that. She also shared this great quote with me that I wasn't able to mention when I was interviewing her. And it's, You can't start the next chapter of your life if you keep rereading the last one. I love how she talked about self-limiting beliefs and focusing on moving forward. So often we get stuck in the stories of our past 
or the things that limit us because of what other people say. And we don't need to do that. We don't need to get stuck. Focus on visioning. One of the most magnificent things that she did was envision herself on stage, getting her pro card, envisioning the success of her business, having that vision of what it looks like. If you haven't done the exercise of creating a vision board, do that. If you want to know how to do that, reach out to me. You know where to find me, at Born Unbreakable on Instagram. You can email Des at bornunbreakable.com. Check out the website. You could tell that there's a lot of consistency, bornunbreakable.com, and I would love to help you with that. I appreciate you so much for showing up every week and listening to the incredible stories of perseverance of people who are demonstrating their unbreakable spirits, which we all have within us. So thank you for tuning in. Don't forget that you are your only limit. So take action today. This life is ours and tomorrow is not promised. So make today great. And don't forget to tune in next time for another episode of the Born Unbreakable podcast.